0: Welcome. Hello, I'm Laura. I am going to be giving you a summary of our discussion of Hour 10 of Learn the Bible in 24 Hours, which is basically about the books of Ezra, Nehemiah, and Esther, which, aside from the prophecies of Daniel, conclude the historical account of the Old Testament, although there are still some Prophets, and Poetry to cover later. Our discussion was started with the telling of a story about a firefighter who was going through a burned and charred area. Uh, I don't know where exactly, but he found an odd lump and he went to kick it aside. And when he kicked it aside, uh, several baby birds ran out from under it. And this was being used as an example of how God protects us from destruction It's interesting because my grandma had the same story. I actually have it in my files somewhere. It was one that she used in Sunday school many, many years ago. And in her story, it was a mama hen who protected her baby chicks when the the farm caught on fire. But there's one key element to the story that needs to be remembered. It was only the baby chicks who answered her call and ran underneath her who were saved. As we moved on to the specific discussion about the books of the Bible, um, Ezra being the first one, uh, it was interesting to learn that Ezra is quite possibly the author of 1st and 2nd Chronicles, and that partly based on the way that um, the book of Ezra starts. It starts with verses that are identical to the last couple of verses of 2nd Chronicles. And it was also interesting to note that Haggai was a contemporary prophet in that time period. It was brought up how the final destruction of the kingdom of Judah was brought about in spite of false prophets who were convincing the then vassal king to rebel. God had made it very clear at this point that because of them rejecting him that there was going to be destruction, and it's interesting to note that the plan of the false prophets did not include repentance. They were just relying on promises of God and not acknowledging what those promises were contingent on, which is repentance and humility. Or to put it in other words, if you want to fix things, you usually have to actually do things differently, change patterns of thinking and action. We didn't actually end up talking about the content of the books of Ezra and Nehemiah much except to note the prophecy from Isaiah about Cyrus, that he was going to be the one to rebuild the temple, and how when Cyrus made the decree, he was apparently quite aware of this prophecy with his name, and he viewed himself as an instrument of God to do that. Then we got into talking about the book of Esther, and Uh, Chuck Missler's description of the king that took Esther to be his queen as being very volatile, and whether or not you agree with that, we do get the definite impression in the biblical account that Esther was taking a great risk uh, coming forward to make her requests from the king. One of the more interesting details brought out by comparing scriptures was that it was David's mercy, King David, who refrained from killing a man who was cursing him by the name of Shimei, and Mordecai, Esther's uncle, was descended from that man. And then there was the other odd connection of Haman, who was actually descended from someone that Saul was supposed to execute. Mordecai's instructions to Esther about not letting anyone know she was a Jew were curious, because in many of the stories and times that we're familiar with in our history, everybody always knew who the Jews were. And of course, there is the, the famous quote that Mordecai tells Esther that you were probably put here for such a time as this, and saying that since God is in control of all things and arranging all things, that we are each in our places for such a time of this, no matter what is going on in the world. The observation was shared that it was Esther's beauty that got her into her position, but it was her humility that made her useful and then we talked a little bit about the challenges and possible misconceptions that we give our children if we change the stories. Uh, there was a particular reference to the Veggie Tales version of King, of Queen Esther, where uh, Vashti, the queen that was banished, was supposed to make the king a sandwich, and in the story and the context it wasn't anything like that and that uh, gets us back to the idea that the old testament is fairly R-rated but turning it into totally kid-friendly stories and how people often think of it really guts a lot of the stories the comparison of the the cute ark that is often used to decorate kids rooms versus the reality of judgment and the massive ark and all that that entailed And the recognition that you don't always have to explain all the nitty gritty details of things that are maybe not appropriate at certain ages. At this point, we pretty much diverged from the book itself, but I'll still give you a few highlights of the discussion that followed. We talked about how you need to know what you believe and how to differentiate the truth from lies and things that people would suggest you should follow. We talked about the fact that God is not illogical. that He created logic, but that sometimes people make the mistake of inferring that man's wisdom is the logic that we need to evaluate God from. We talked about the fact that God is the God of truth, but he is also a God of emotions for he created them in us. But we need to recognize that while our emotions too often result in Sinful reactions or sinful choices, Gods are perfect. We discussed the fact that though some doctrines in the Scriptures might seem complicated, those are often more easily discerned by reading the whole Bible instead of just picking out different verses. And then there is also this the fact that the foundations of faith are simple, and Jesus died for our sins. If our sins hadn't been so bad, then the price for them, wouldn't have been so great. His wrath is not capricious, but it is just in the face of those who reject him, because in rejecting him, they are rejecting all that is good, and they are choosing evil. We did some more research on the idea of God's wrath when we got home, and I am going to link to a couple of YouTube discussions that I think are useful in evaluating that. These videos don't just cover that, but they discuss 22 points made by some progressive Christians who misrepresent the truth of God's Word. So that wraps it up for today. Thanks for listening, and see you next time. That is the Bible News Press segment for today, but not the end of our journey.